It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. All right, well, uh, I guess we'll just get started here. Uh, instant reaction. Game one of the AL wildcard series. I'm going to try to have the, the chat pulled up here in case uh, you guys have any questions, but not going to be the most fun instant reaction. I believe I'll be doing this solo. Maybe we'll get a guest. Um, but yeah, the Rays for the second straight year drop game one of the AL wild card round. Last year they scored a run. This year, unsuccessful in game one. They get shut out. They lose four to nothing against the Texas Rangers. Man, there is a lot to go over about this game, starting with the roster selection and then the, the lineup selection. Um, one or two managerial decisions, uh, really just one. It ended up, I don't know, it ended up not mattering. Uh, and then in the game, um, some some really bad defense um, and bad given, it's bad for any, any team in the postseason, but really bad considering what we've come to expect from the Tampa Bay Rays. And ultimately, a weakened Rays lineup, which we already knew coming in with the, some of the names you're missing um, that faced a really good pitcher in Jordan Montgomery that is kind of on the best run of his career right now and put together one of the, if not the best performance of his career, if you take into account the situation, uh, a postseason game. He goes seven shutout innings. He strikes out five. He walks none. There were no walks until I believe the the last 
inning. Um, what did, when Le, was it LeClaire who walked Josh Lowe, who was coming off the bench? Um, yeah, just can, – can I even say uncharacteristic of this Rays team anymore? We know that they have a great offense, but when you looked at today's lineup, not only are you without Wander Franco, but then you lose Brandon Lau. You lose Brandon Lau due to injury. You lose Luke Rayleigh due to injury. Um, there's a chance he was going to come back. You had lost Jose Siri due to injury. He comes back. Maybe he shouldn't have with how he played today. Uh, Yandy Diaz also looks like he's been dealing with an injury. When I went to the Rays game, yeah, they played Kansas City. This was May or June. Uh, and and yeah, I watched Yandy play. Like He looked hurt then. Like You would just see if he would come across, score around, or come off the field, and he'd be wincing. Um, so maybe he's been dealing with these types of injuries the whole year. Uh, but he still managed to win the batting title. Um, his defensive effort today was was pretty bad. Um, I think just one error credited to him, but maybe two or three or four plays that he should have made that he didn't. Um, but after outside of Yanni Diaz, Randy Rosarena, who has been struggling since the end of May or the end of June, he had a good June. Um, but outside of Diaz or Rosarena and Paredes, I mean, you look at this lineup and it's just not good enough right now. Harold Ramirez batting third, Curtis Mead batting fifth, Manuel Margot, Taylor Walls. Jose Siri, Renee Pinto. And I know the lineup will, will look a lot different tomorrow. It's unique when you're facing the lefty. Um, the Rays just aren't very good against lefties right now, and Montgomery is one of the better ones in the American League. So I guess I was expecting that. Um, so, so the offense, uh, we can talk about the defense, but ultimately it didn't matter because he didn't score any runs. Uh, they could have just given up one run, and it would have been fine. Um, but the defense, uncharacteristic of the Rays, it was really nice having Taylor Walls there. I was hoping to see Caminero in the starting lineup. I think he'll be in there tomorrow. I, I, after today, I, I really think they've got to move Yandy Diaz to DH. I don't know. Does Aranda get a start tomorrow? Um, but Walls, to be completely fair to him, um, he, well, he had two hits today for one. Um, but he he had a really good day defensively too. I know he had the error credited to him, but he made a really nice play to field that ball. Uh, it was a tough throw. wasn't a good throw. Uh, you'd hope that your first baseman would pick that. Um, Rene Pinto had a rough day, you know, over three, two strikeouts. Had a wild pitch from Glass now that was hard to get to. I mean, he's now, I guess, the number one catcher over Christian Bethencourt. I thought that was an interesting choice. Um, but we've kind of seen that coming throughout the rest of the regular season. Moving over to Tyler Glasnow. I thought Glasnow pitched really well. I thought it's what we can expect out of Tyler Glasnow. If you look at the stat line, he ends the day with four runs. Three of those earned eight strikeouts and five walks. I don't think that really told the tale of his day. I really don't think he should have been out there for the sixth inning where he walked two batters and then left for Chris Davinsky. Um, 
yeah, I, I wasn't. I I really wasn't sure why Kevin Cash did that. Um, maybe to get Davinsky in to face certain guys on the order. Um, Davinsky did really well, by the way. Uh, I thought he was kind of the guy we bring in when we pump the game, and maybe we're down two nothing, and the Rangers have two men on, and we were punting. You still have to get through two games. You have to win now back-to-back games tomorrow and Thursday to advance. But Glass now, before that, struck out the two batters. Who did he strike out? Let me just check my scorebook here. Uh, in the fifth, he got uh, Leonie Tavares and Josh Young, both swinging strikeouts, strikeouts number seven and eight on the day for him. He was at 89 pitches. They had the bases loaded. He left the bases loaded. They scored just the one run that inning. And that run that Jose Siri misplayed. It would have been a tough play, but a play. Again, we expect those type of plays to be made by Jose Siri. And if you want to win postseason games, you've got to be the team that makes those plays. The Rangers made a couple of them today. The Rays made none. The Rays had no bats to back it up. Um, they left runners on the, uh, on the bases. Um, Jordan Montgomery, hell of a game. The Rangers bullpen came in and did a really good job. You, you had uh, Matt Chapman and Jose Leclerc. And um, but back to Glass now. I thought he pitched pretty well. Like I thought that's what we were expecting. I just wanted to get five innings out of him. You had a fully rested bullpen, and you know you've got your horse on the mound tomorrow, and that's Zach Eflin. If you could get five strong out of Glass now, which they did. He only gave up two runs through those five innings. I thought though there was a perfect opportunity to turn it over to the bullpen, whether that to be Davinsky or hopefully someone um, that could keep us in the game. Davinsky ended up doing that. I'm just saying, at the time, I thought going to Davinsky was the wrong move, and if and if we were going to go to him, I would have done it to start the sixth and not with two runners on, and because he did give up the single, that was the only hit he gave up in two innings, and that scored one of the runs. Um, so interesting decision by Kevin Cash. I wasn't a fan of it. Um, Lineup decisions, I, I think some people online are, are unhappy about Josh Lowe not starting against the lefty. And I mean, you probably take Manuel Margot's defense, and Josh Lowe is just not going to hit very well against left-handed pitching. I don't think he would hit very well against Jordan Montgomery today. He'll be back in the lineup tomorrow. He'll be in the lineup on Thursday if the Rays can force a game three. Um, yeah, I mean, in the lineup itself, Given the, what we're working with, you know, you have a six-man bench. Um, I would have preferred to see Camonero in, but I, I guess you'd have to drop. Maybe I would have dropped Curtis Mead for Junior Camonero. But we're nitpicking here, right? Like, is that really going to make or break this game when no one else, like the Rays, didn't score a single run today? Um, the defense was bad. Jose Siri probably shouldn't be playing. Yandy Diaz probably shouldn't be playing the field. Um, tip of the cap to Jordan Montgomery. I think that's the thing you got to realize in the postseason. Uh, you're facing guys that are just as good to get here. Uh, the Rangers won 90 games. They've got two really, really good players. Seager is a superstar. Semyon probably in that next tier down. Um, and I think they only got the one. So you walked Semyon in the sixth, and he scored. That was one of the batters that Glass now walked. Now, and actually, Seager reached four times, once on an error, once on a walk, and he had two hits, including a double. So 
Yeah, I don't know. Um, you kept everyone else at bay for the most part. They scored the two runs in the sixth. Um, Rene Pinto had, an, had a throwing error as well. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Maybe more disappointing for me than the result. And the result was pretty disappointing was the attendance. Um, I know it was a three o'clock game. I know it was a Tuesday. I I don't think if they didn't sell out, that's one thing. Like they opened up the upper deck, right? If you don't sell out, okay. I've been to postseason games with the Rays where they don't sell out. 2021, the ALDS game one against the Boston Red Sox. It was a night game. Didn't sell out. Uh, it might have been like a like an earlier evening. It wasn't like seven or eight o'clock. It might have been like a five o'clock start, maybe a six o'clock start, something like that. Um, three o'clock start Tuesday. I understand, right? It's tough to get to getting off work. So I'm not blaming anyone for not going. But less than twenty thousand is pathetic. Pathetic for a postseason game. And my I, my hope was you're coming off this this awesome stadium announcement that the Rays are going to stay in Tampa Bay, stay in St. Petersburg for decades, right? The last time the Rays were like hosting postseason games like this, we we're still in the middle of the sister city plan, and that like there were signs going to be rolled out, and like Stu was pissing a lot of people off, and then you'd hope, okay, maybe the enthusiasm is back because the Rays are here to stay. And not only did they not sell out, again, that's fine. Less than 20,000. The lowest attendance at a postseason baseball game 
in over 100 years. Other than 2020, of course. But like, let that sink in. There were less people at today's game than in any postseason game in the last 100 years. The Rays did better attendance numbers this year. I don't think there's another team out there that would have less than 20,000 at a postseason game. We watched Oakland. It was a 5 o'clock start, the 2019 AL wildcard game. Sold out of 50,000 in the seat stadium. I think Miami draws more than that. I I think there's a I think pretty much every other team would draw more than than twenty thousand. Uh, I don't think there's a good excuse for it. The start times didn't come out until a couple days ago. Okay, this is a team that won ninety nine games. This is a team that just announced they're staying in the area. I don't know. Like I, I'm not. It is what it is, right? Like that didn't change the game. I'm just saying, it's pretty pathetic. Um, like the trop is going to get clowned, and now we have a you know expiration date on the trop. Right, 2027 will be the final season. Um, but is Tropicana Field the reason that you had less than twenty thousand on a Tuesday afternoon postseason game? Listen, I'm all for I, I was in favor of them staying in St. Pete. I probably would have preferred if they found a spot in Hillsborough County, but there was no nothing available. But if it's a new stadium, are more people gonna come out for a postseason game? Like do we like, yeah, and hopefully more people come out for regular season games, but you, you shouldn't need that as an incentive to come out for a postseason game. I don't know. I was disappointed. Tomorrow's an elimination game. Maybe. I mean, maybe there's more. Maybe there's less. I don't know. Um, it's just me today, so it's just my thoughts. Um, bullpen usage, Davinsky burned for tomorrow. That's fine. Kittredge probably won't throw again tomorrow. And Deakman, I bet, could throw. Um, and you've got plenty of other pitchers in the bullpen. We didn't see Colin Pache, P. Fairbanks, or Robert Stevenson. Those are the that's the A bullpen. You still got Sean Armstrong, uh, and Kittredge probably could go again if he needed to. But you probably want to use him again on Thursday, um, him and Davinsky. But it is all hands on deck. Good news is you've got Zach Eflin, and while I say Tyler Glass now on a, on a good day is good for five innings, Zach Eflin's good for at least six. So that should shorten the game a little bit more. And no matter what the score is, it's an elimination game. So if you're losing, you've got to use your A bullpen. Um, and then it's all hands on deck for Thursday. If you can win, right? You're facing Nate Evaldi. Zach Eflin's great. Nate Evaldi's pretty great too. And he's got really good stuff. And he throws hard. I don't know. Today is the day, the one where you, you really wanted to win. Can you can you pull off two in a row now? I'm not feeling too good about it. I'm feeling a lot like I did last year around this time against Cleveland. I'm feeling like 
this team is just weakened. This is not emblematic of the 2023 Rays that we saw all year. It's not just the pitching either. Like, what's different about the pitch? I mean, if everyone's healthy, then you have the best rotation in baseball. But it's probably McClanahan game one and then Glassnow or Eflin game two. The pitching isn't all that different. It's hurt, don't get me wrong, but the quality, the drop off in quality for a three game series isn't that big. Now, losing those starters is going to really hurt uh, if the Rays do advance and get to a best-of-five series in the DS or the best-of-seven series in the CS or the World Series. But, yeah, um, Jose Siri, a couple other things. Jose Siri trying to trying to drop a bunt with runners on the corners and one out after Manuel Margot already dropped down a pretty nice sack bunt that he almost beat out for a hit. Um, and then Jose Siri just has a terrible bunt and fair play to Jordan Montgomery lays out, makes a diving catch. Um, substitution, there's a cash made. Caminero came in and pinched it in the seventh. He struck out, had a really good at bat against Jordan Montgomery. There were two outs already in the inning. Um, I'm guessing the hope was that he just ran into one because of the crazy power that he has. I, I like that decision and brought Bethany Cord into catch. Uh, Excuse me. Um, because they had lefties the first eight innings, they went from Montgomery to Chapman. That forced you to keep Aranda and Josh Lowe on the bench. Good managing by Bruce Bochy. And by then, it was too little, too late. Aranda struck out. Josh Lowe drew a walk. Um, and then Taylor Walls left to end the game. Um, Taylor Walls, I thought, looked good. I thought he looked good at the plate. He was trying his hardest to put the ball in play. And he made good defensive plays. Randy Rosarena, two hits, really cool moment. His mom was in attendance. First time she got to see him play in the big leagues. She threw out the first pitch, threw an absolute heater down the middle of the plate from the rubber. She didn't go out to, in front of the mound. Like, she went up to the rubber and she fired a strike, and that was cool. Um, yeah, like a day to remember and raise for, like – it just didn't have the, the that Troptober atmosphere that I think – talk about another afternoon game. Um, the game in the ALDS against the Astros that was game four of that series where the Rays won. You had the relay. You had the, 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 ta- the towels flying. That was, I think, the atmosphere I was hoping for. And as the days went by since the tickets went on sale, started to like, oh, this is – it's not going to be the same. Hopefully it's there tomorrow, um, but a forgettable uh, first day of the postseason. Uh, they won. They wore the Devil Rays uniforms. I love the Devil Rays uniforms. Don't get me wrong. For me, opening day and big home postseason games, they should wear the traditional home uniforms. I'm not going to sit here and complain about it like it made any lick of difference to the outcome of today's game. It was just – it was weird to see them in the Devil Rays gear on, on the postseason opener, right? Like, it took a feel to me like a postseason atmosphere. Um, I mean, they, they drew that crowd on, on, on regular season games on a couple weeknights too. Um, 
disappointing. I mean, disappointing all around. I think everybody could have played a little better. Nobody came up with a big hit. There were no home runs in today's game on either side. And to win postseason games, I don't know. Some will argue in baseball it's a bit of a crapshoot. Someone has to step up, and, and no one did today. So um, I think that's going to do it. I, those are my thoughts. I liked what I saw in the glass now. Davinsky, those two innings he ate, that's valuable, right? You didn't have to dip into your, your A bullpen, nor would you have in this situation. You probably would have went to Latell before you went to any of those top three or four guys. I think the Rays still have a, a good shot in game two, but they've got a hit. And I'm interested to see what the lineup looks like. Um, Kevin Cash, I think, has shown he won't shake things up. Like, you're not going to see, like, Josh Lowe hitting. I mean, Josh Lowe has hit higher up in the order as the season has gone on. Um, but clearly being without Franco, which is a whole other situation, Brandon Lau, Luke Rayleigh, a banged-up Yandy Diaz, a banged-up Jose Siri. This is kind of what you're going to get out of the Rays. So uh, that's going to do it. Um, we'll be back tomorrow, hopefully with better news. Uh, hopefully we can keep these instant reactions going for a little bit longer. So thank you guys for listening. I'll try to get this uploaded on the podcast feed as well. But we'll talk to you tomorrow, hopefully after a Rays win. See ya.